Blog Talk Radio. You know that I got it anytime you desire. Hustle always ain't stopping. We live with that ending fire. Fire. Get it straight to that point, no chaser. No false facts and no faker. Cast around your way, yeah. That independent loser. Loving it, but the men 
I've been getting new projects on the men since like the 31st of December, right? And I told you all last week, this is like, I don't know if it's just a season. I hope not. I hope it's like some continuous shit that's going to go on for the whole year. But all the men are putting out like panty soaker music. Do you hear me? Like, I was listening to some shit today that I got, like, I don't know, maybe like on the first. And I pulled up at a light and somebody looked at me like, I, maybe they wanted to know what it was. Maybe they was feeling it like I was feeling it. Maybe they just saw the look on my face. I don't know what the hell it was, but the men putting out some fire music. You hear me? So I noticed that a lot of people are dropping music on the 15th. That's next Tuesday. So I'm not going to be here. No show. But the show always, you know, it has to keep on moving. So with that being said, um, if you've released music from the 1st until now, or if you're releasing music from now until the 15th, so the dates are from the 1st to the 15th, all new music, I need it. All right? So my gift to you all is to be able to play your music on the show next Tuesday. Some of you may be debuting your music. Others, you know, um, you may have got it out there, but it's not really, really out there. So we have a few stations that actually listen to the show on a regular basis that may get you in rotation, you know. And if I really like your music, I'm going to go ahead and call the people anyway so that they're listening. Um, may forward some of your music on over to the show so that they can go ahead and get you in rotation ASAP. So that's next week, next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you get all your music submitted. I need your music by Saturday, all right? Saturday the 12th because I'm flying out <clears throat> to my undisclosed location for the birthday. So I need your music by the 12th so we can get everything, you know, um, where it needs to be and make sure, you know, um, everything will be good for the show on Tuesday. Send your music to Monica at IndieFire at gmail.com. Uh, don't listen to little Timmy. That's not Indian Fire. Everybody knows by now it's IndieFire at gmail.com. Um, as I mentioned last week, he said, she said, we'll return on the first Saturday in February because, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the birthday month. So I'm like, I'm celebrating and partying all month long. And somebody asked me, was it a typo? Like, they was like, I thought you was like 30, right? But it says you're 22. And y'all can leave all that shit if you want to. I got a 24-year-old. So y'all do the math on that, all right? I think Monica was just trying to be a little funny, sarcastic. But y'all do the math on that. But I'm partying the whole entire month. So my weekends are occupied right now for the month of January. So said we'll return uh, next month, the first week in February. And, of course, we got to get a he. Because as you see, <clears throat> I'm without a cold again. And um, I'm not going to go through everything we went through last year trying to find, you know, somebody to redo the music. Uh, Black Earl is going to still do uh, the same, you know, the same music. We we got some ways we're going to, you know, um, just uh, tweak some things with the song so that everything still flows uh, the way that it needs to. And I can keep that song because Rich and I fell in love with that song. So we're going to keep that song. But, yeah, still looking for that co-host. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So if you're out there listening, uh, I'm going to put my number out there, but I'll put my number out there, you know, by the end of the show. I'll put my number out there if you um, want to slide me your resume for co-host position. All right. I want to talk about too much more because, uh, you know, he said, she said, we always kept the uh, hip, the hot topics and everything for Saturdays. Uh, maybe I'm probably the only person in the industry right now who has not watched the docu-series on R. Kelly. And um, right now what I'm doing is I'm minding my business. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I'm minding my business. People already know 
uh, the platforms that I I got you. People already know the platforms that, look, I already got somebody talking about they want to co-host. Look at that. I got, people already know the platforms that, I'm, that I um, advocate for. So with that being said, I'm minding my business. I think a lot of y'all should do the same thing, you know, just let it all play out, you know, let it all play out. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know nothing about it other than the memes I've been seeing. Y'all see Bird Box? Go watch that. Go watch that. <laughs> go go watch that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but other than that, I don't have anything. I don't know if you were one of the fortunate ones to sign the petition for Centoya Brown. If you were, um, through the Move On organization, thank you so much. Um, because, you know, I know that it wasn't just a petition over the 500,000 people that we got to sign a petition, but, you know, um, I know Freya played a lot in that, you know, and just um, the governor of that state, you know, he's leaving office. And so a lot of things he's going to have to take with him when he leaves office mentally, you know, physically, emotionally, and that he didn't need that to be the last thing on his mind when he left office. So um, I'm thankful and grateful to God that, you know, come August, you know, even though she'll be, you know, have a little bit more time left to serve, um, but she will be paroled, and you know, after serving 15, you know, almost 16 years, um, the organizations that I work with, you know, that's a big, um, that's a big, that's huge, that's huge. The human uh, trafficking organizations that I work with, that's huge, you know, for us. That that's huge. Domestic violence, that's huge. Um, so, you know, that's that's what my focus is right now, right there. When R. Kelly gets there, then we'll discuss. All right. Okay. So I'm happy. I'm always happy to to be with you guys, and I'm even more happy when I have, you know, um, a guest, one that I don't know a lot about. Like, I don't, I can't even remember because you know my memory's all shady, right? So I don't even remember who reached out to who. Probably me. I um, mean, it's probably this song, and I normally don't like to start off with a song. Uh, y'all know me, but this song right here, I just been bumping it, and I realized today. I don't know. I don't know how the teen version is going to sound, but because, you know, I like everything dirty. But uh, I just realized today that I got the clean version. So uh, I want to give you this song, Take Your Plate, because that's, that's what I'm feeling right now. Take Your Plate. This is Von Really. Turn me up my headphones. These niggas changing their day. Don't know if it's about that money or they been feeling that way. That nigga say I can see it in his eyes and in his face. Them niggas talking gangster, but don't really want no case. A middle finger to the judge, the prosecutor in the state. Incarcerated my nigga, got him locked up to this day. I know I'm wrestling with the devil, so I told my mama pray. You better watch your back on where I come from. It ain't safe. Them niggas trying to take your plate. This ain't no playground, we don't play. You start to be on heat, look like you niggas losing weight. You better watch your back, cause where I come from, it ain't safe. Them niggas trying to take your plate. Them niggas trying to take your dinner. Better bundle up, cause this about to be a cold winter. I'm trying to show me he ready to take something and I feel him. He just caught up his blood, and if he saw, then he gon' kill him. I'ma got another victim. Murder right off the wicker. But really, I'ma shit on these niggas. Go get the tissue. Heard he feel some type of way, what's up? Look get his issue. I'm posted up, thug, and I got my move. Fucking pistol. Boy, you know we got that. A lot of these bitches capping this island, they won't smoke while me turn that shit into ashes. Focus, don't need no glasses, I see how these bitches moving. Better watch your back, cause round here them bitches will leave you stupid. Thank you. 
you nigga. Hey, hey nigga. Chain in there, Jay. Don't know if it's about that money or they biffing in that way. That nigga say I can see it in his eyes and in his face. The niggas talking gangster, but don't really want no case. I'm middle finger to the judge, the prosecutor in the state. Incarcerated my nigga, got him locked up to this day. I know I'm wrestling with the devil, so I told my mama pray. You better watch your back on where I come from. It ain't safe. Some niggas trying to take your plate. This ain't no playground, we don't play. You start to be on heat, look like you niggas losing weight. You better watch your back, cause where I come from, it ain't safe. Some niggas trying to take your back. I niggas hating every day. It's how I'm living, all these mad was sending safe. Shit sassy around my way You talking dollars, hit my phone If you ain't, it can wait Cause I'm missing with a sentence You can snitch and not his face Making my bad and your throat off in the face This is bread off from the ghost So I won't beef unless I'm paid It's been so much on my plate I pray and now amazing grace I've been grinding way too long To ever let them take my place Briefcase full of money Only case they throw my way Mama always told me Check a nigga to his face And if he answer kind of crooked Said that push straight I'm back Don't know about that money yeah, they biffing in that way That nigga say I can see it in his eyes and in his face Them niggas talking gangster But don't really want no case I'm middle finger to the judge The prosecutor in the state Incarcerated my nigga Got him locked up to this day I know I'm wrestling with the devil So I told my mama pray You better watch your back Or where I come from It ain't safe Them niggas trying to take your plate This ain't no playground We don't play You start to be on heat Look like you niggas losing weight You better watch your back Cause where I come from It ain't safe Them niggas trying to take your plate Niggas trying to take your plate They see you shining so they want to shine the same way I know these niggas so I told my mama pray A lot of these rappers they either poopy or they fake Ain't got no time to conversate with you niggas Ain't no debate Keep it real with my circle cut out the niggas That was fake and I show love to them niggas But on the inside they was hating Bring my niggas out that cell and let my niggas Operation it's that killing formation I know these niggas that they watch it. Tell me what's in your wallet Capital One I'm making options Try to take out my doll leave me in the coffin I realize these niggas they really living, how they talking, watch me off hey. These niggas changing every day Don't know if it's about that money or they biffing in that way That nigga say I can see it in his eyes and in his face Them niggas talking gangster but don't really want no case I'm middle finger to the judge, the prosecutor in the state Incarcerated my nigga, got him locked up to this day I know I'm wrestling with the devil so I told my mama pray You better watch your back on where I come from It ain't safe, them niggas trying to take your plate this ain't no playground, we don't play You start to be on heat, look like you niggas losing weight You better watch your back, cause where I come from It ain't safe, some niggas trying to take your plate Yes, take your plate It's Von Rilly, a young Florida-raised storytelling artist That's how most would describe Von Rilly Because to say he's just another Florida rapper Would be a large understatement Raised throughout the state, Vaughn picked up some life experiences in multiple places, from family issues and facing 10 years on the Florida-Georgia state line to street-related issues right at his own back door in Tampa. This artist has lived no easy life. If you ain't from Tampa, then you won't understand us. It's his point of view on his lifestyle and many trials and tribulations. So you don't have to come from Florida to find out. If you really want to know what it's like to face and overcome the odds in both the streets and the industry down south, turn on one of his many projects and listen as he tells it all, story after vivid story. Indie Fire listening audience, supporters, fans, I introduce to you my guest for the evening, Vaughn Reddy. Hey, how, how you doing? doing? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What about you? 
no complaints. Yeah. I could probably complain, but it wouldn't do no good, you know. It was, what are we on? Like the eighth day of the year, so I'm I'm thriving. Eighth day and, of the year. And that, yes, I'm, I'm thriving, and um, I'm I'm just blessed to be here. So as, as I can imagine, you know, most anyone who woke up this morning is saying like the same thing. You know, you read the news, and people are dying, people are getting killed. You know, so just to be able to wake up every morning and, you know, face whatever trials and tribulations that you may face, um, it's just a blessing. So that's how I am. I am, I am. That's, that's, that's real, that's real. I'll be the same way. I believe, you know what I'm If you woke up this morning, you know, and you took that breath, you good. I feel like you should be dishing out nothing but good energy. All that negative energy. That's right. Brain, nothing but negative. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about the start for you. I know a lot of guests that we've had previously, you know, they had years and years, decades of experience or whatever. How long have you been in the industry? Um, long I've been in the industry, uh, just a handful of years. I say about five years. About five years. I took it seriously after I caught my, um, like I said, I caught a, a case a few years ago. So it almost sat me down for a while, and I wouldn't have been able to, you know, chase my dream like I'm chasing it right now. So when I got out of that situation, you know what I'm saying, I just took my blessing and ran with it. And it was like, and from there, I just been grinding, putting in the footwork. Where did you get your start? Did you come from a musical background? Um, or did you have you always had a passion for music? Or how did you get your start? Um, Honestly... I always had a passion for, like, you know, just speaking, you know, like, just want my voice to be heard. And I just found uh, music as an outlet for me, you know, to get my voice heard because I wasn't always the, the most in-crowd type dude. So, you know, when I found out, you know, I was good at creating that music and it was something that I can voice my opinions and voice how I'm feeling and all that through it, that's what's Something I decided to put more of my focus on it, and that's where I'm at now. You don't want to be compared to just another Florida rapper. You consider yourself to be more of a storytelling artist. How did that all come about? How are you able to differentiate um, between the two? Because um, I know I just didn't want to be, you know what I'm saying? I know where a lot of, you know what I'm saying, a lot of Florida come from, you know what I'm saying, the type of background we do come from, but ain't nothing I'm trying to glorify or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather open your eyes in a different point of view that make you want to look at it and, you know what I'm saying, try to see an objective and a way out of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Not only that, just look, enjoy the good times and look at the good times we do got in it. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how I looked at it. I ain't not trying to just be out here hoot the holly, you know. But that's just how I feel it. That's how I feel about it. And I really, I really enjoy it. Like you know, artists like Tupac. You know what I'm saying? And how he, his, his story for telling was, and um, Slick Rick, and you know, people like that. I, I really enjoyed listening to them type of artists. And um, I just felt like that was a, that's just the type of lane I want to be on. How would you describe your personal music style? Say that again. How would you describe your personal musical style? Um, just versatile. I'm just not one lane. 
um, I don't really want to put one label on it because I feel like you put you put me on the beat or put me in any type of wave, any type of vibe, I'll adjust to it. So I really like to speak for, you know, the voices and the masks that I've been through, though, for the majority. For people that have been through stuff and, you know, who have made it through and, you know, saying you're looking for a successful way out of, you know, find a way, a way out of whatever the case may be, just the struggle in general. A lot of uh, guests that we talk to kind of assume a type of alter ego when they write their music or when they perform their music. So being able to talk about so many different life experiences in your music, um, do you find yourself taking on any type of alter ego, or are you always Von Lilly? Always Von really like Anybody who know me, if you've been around me, or, you know, if you ask anybody about me, it's like, that's Vaughn, you know what I'm saying? That's Vaughn, point blank, period. That's just me. Like, how I am in the booth, how I am on the scene, that's just how I am behind the scenes. Like, I'm the same way, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I, I can sit down and have a full-blown conversation with you, or we can sit down and kick in and joke about nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather sit down and have a conversation about something rather than nothing, though. I'm just saying, like, I'm just me all the way around. Tell us about um, your songwriting process. Like, what comes first for you? the Your lyrics or your beats? Or your beats or the lyrics? For me, uh, now it's, it's more the beat. It's got to be something I'm feeling like. Like, I don't know, I don't like to just sit and just pull up out of the air like, and just like I'm rapping about punchlines and this, that, and the third. Like I say, I got to be feeling it so I can hear a beat and that'll give me the feel of how I want to, you know, operate on that beat. You know, just that of like, you know, I feel like some artists who do that, you know, who um who write a lot of their music before they even hear the beat sound the same on a lot of these beats. And I'm just mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. a lot of these artists. So, like, yeah, like, they'll write, like, 10 songs down and be like, yeah, I got 10 songs. Let me get some beats. And then you sound right, the same right. on every song, you know. So I'd rather hit a beat. That's just me personally. Do you write all of your music? All my music. All my music. I can't, I can't see how you call yourself an, uh, <laughs> a, a, a writer. A writer. I'm not gonna say an artist because artists come in different forms. But if you claim yourself right. as a art, a writer or a rapper, now, a, a lyric rapper that claims you really do this, then I feel like you should be writing your own lyrics. If you just say you're an artist, like somebody like Kanye or Drake or you know Michael Jackson and Prince, these guys who go in there and they trying to create stuff past just rapping lyrics, it's different, you know. And even then, I feel like once I get to a certain level, like, I'm still trying to create all that, like, using my own, like, my own lyrics. If I wanted somebody to sing it, that's different. But I always got my own mind wrapped around something. But like I say, if you're an artist, you can say I'm an artist. And you don't write your own lyrics, hey, so be that's you, you know. You just in it for the art, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people are in it for different things, I feel. Everybody has an intention. 
um, studio work or performing live? Say that again. Which do you prefer, studio work or performing live? Um, uh, performing live. It's just something about the light. The light get me every time. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like getting on the stage and, and the lights hit me. I don't care if it's the camera lights, uh, phone lights, the lights that they got on the stage. It's, it's just something about the lights. So then you hear them people, you know, know your music and stuff. Like, that's just a different feeling. When you're in the booth and stuff, you know, that's just personal time you're creating. But that, that interaction time, that's just, it's just a different feeling as an artist, I feel. How would you describe, um, with all of that excitement um, and what, you know, a live performance can bring, how do you describe your delivery of um, um, your performance? Of my performance? I didn't mean to cut yeah. you off. I apologize. But, um, um, like, energetic. It depends. Like I say, I don't, I don't know. I'd be really moved. Majority of the time, it's an energetic performance. You know, I'm really, in, I'm really energizing into the crowd and stuff like that. You know, if it's more of a laid back vibe crowd, you know, you know, I know how to tone it down a little bit. But majority of the time, you know, I'm really energetic. I want to get the crowd into, you know, into the music and feeling what I got going on. And I feel like with my music, it ain't gonna be. It's not really that hard to do. So I want to backtrack. I want you to think back when you were, let's say, 10 years old, a little boy. Um, did you ever envision okay. yourself doing what you're doing now? Not at all. Not at all. When I was 10, not at all. I was still trying to figure out if I wanted to go to college and be a lawyer or try to play football <laughs> and chase a dream <laughs> like that in the NFL like all the rest of the little boys. You know, right. <laughs> you know, like I say, it just as I got older, you know, you know, child progressed and life just, you know, what I'm saying life just opened itself to me. It was just, I just found certain lanes and certain things that, you know, I just feel like that wasn't my calling, that wasn't for me to do. So, I just feel like this was more my calling. You know, what I'm saying speaking, opening my mouth, using my words. You know, you got some people who, you know, what I'm saying who just naturally. Local people and some people who naturally just timid, they'd rather not say nothing. And I feel like I'm one of those vocalists. Yeah, that's 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 definitely me. People tell me to shut up a lot. I talk too much. Yeah, that's definitely hmm. that's why you're on the radio. <laughs> exactly. You on the radio. Exactly. <laughs> I I want to backtrack for a minute um, and say when I first came into the industry, it was. Um, on a totally different level. I was working, you know, mm-hmm. setting up tours. Um, you know, I work with the entertainment management division of a label. And because I'm, mm-hmm. you know, a certified events planner. And so, um, and they had me doing all types of other things. And, you know, eventually I became an A&R. And, you know, just started doing a lot of other things, promotions, public relations. And, and all of a sudden, I got the opportunity to co-host a show. And I thought, oh, mm-hmm. my God, I found I found my passion. Like, that's what I was meant to do, like you just mentioned. Like, 
when I was eight years old, I already knew where I was going to college. You know, I already knew what type of lawyer I was going to be. I already knew all of that. And it's funny how, you know, um, we can make plans for ourselves, but our lives are already predestined, you know, before we're born. And so um, we can take the long way around, which is what I did. I took a very, very scenic mm-hmm. way to get to where I am now. But, you know, I'm so passionate about uh, radio presentation that it's just, you know, it's just amazing. Every day I wake up and there's something in either an inbox or there's a DM or there's an email with a different opportunity. And like I said, this is only day eight. So every day there's been something different. And um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So I can tell you. Um, I can, I can, I can, I can. Go ahead. I need to cut you off. Go ahead. I apologize. And which of your songs do you um, think that you've delivered your best performance so far since you love performing? And I think I, I probably could say we've only had one or two guests previously who, who said that they like studio work more than they like the flashing lights, you know. If it was me, I wouldn't want to be, I would want to be out, you know, um, yeah. with my, my supporters, with my you know, networking. That's that's with the just with the people that support then, you, with the people that enjoy exactly what you do. Exactly. Studio time, yeah. you know, you got your people that's, you know, in your camp with you, you know. <laughs> so um what song would you say has been your your best you know, you delivered your best performance thus far? Um Oh, that's kinda hard because like I said, I got a nice catalog of songs. So, and I, like I say, I, I try not to come up short on any one of my performances. I try to deliver to the fullest on each and every last one of them. So, um, on that one question in particular, like, um, as far as my performances to the songs, I feel like every last one of them I deliver to the fullest. But what song I feel like brings um, a lot of energy and a lot of, you know, a lot of promotion to the stage would be that the single that you did just play to take your plate due to just the, the whole beat in general. It's a turn up beat, you know, the song is like really turned up all the way through and through. So I feel like like as far as the energy song, that one would be the best the best one as far as my performance I guess. Yeah, what I normally do is go through I normally don't even listen to music until I get on the show with the artists, because I want to be just as enthused as, you know, my listening audiences. But I always have to go mm-hmm. through and, you know, for promo, I have to go to iTunes and find a track, you know, for promo. So I go through all mm-hmm. the songs, top to bottom, you know, and listen to, like, whatever whatever they give you, like, 30 seconds to listen. So within 10 seconds, uh-huh. I already know that's, that's, nope, I'm not, that's not the one I want. That's not the one I want. Nope, that's not the one I want. Uh-huh. Sometimes I just take the title and be like, yeah, let me start with the title. So Take Your Place uh-huh. was the one I started with because of the title. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, yeah. Okay, but let me listen to the other ones first. You know, I listened to the other ones, and I was like, nah, I should have stuck with my first choice. The rest of them, don't get me wrong. Y'all listen to the whole, you know, album, but yeah. that one right there, that's Goodbye. one that you, you know. Goodbye. Yep, most definitely. Yep. I understand. I understand. I appreciate that. Like I say, I appreciate you checking it out and listening to the entire album as well. Um, like I say, I, I um, just different vibes for each track on that one. But I just know as far as the turn up track, I just know that that take your plate was just the most lit track on the um 
on the album, on the EP. I agree. I agree. In what ways um, has your, your newer music changed from when you first started? Um, I believe I, I take my time more in, in my craft, in my art. I believe when I first started, I was just like putting down whatever I could think of that would come around into my head, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to sound, it sound good, but it was really just like, Pity Pat, Rhyme, ABC, you know, um, <laughs> just like in the very beginning, just in the very beginning, but like I got flow and stuff like that. And then over the time, I just developed my, my craft in the, you know, like I said, my storytelling and, and actually piecing together meaningful, meaningful art that you can take with you, you know, continuously, but rather than just watered down music. Speaking of watered down music, what do you think of the music scene today? <coughs> the music scene today? Yeah. Not not just indie music, mainstream music. What do you think of mainstream what we're listening to the radio? Okay. Um well I feel like it's not even really about the music today. It's just really about it's about the clout and mm-hmm. who who try, who 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 gonna look at you. You know what I'm saying? You don't even gotta be making no music. You could come out with one song, and then the rest of the year just do crazy stuff, and and you you label still one of the hottest artists in the game, like stuff right. like that. But um, I just feel like the culture itself is just shifted though, and that just comes with every so often, every every so often, every couple of years or whatever the case may be. Because it changed from when African Bombardier was doing it, and you know, hip hop or heavy, you know, everything. I feel like just it changes over time. Right now, we're just in the era where this is the era we're in. The culture just shifted a whole entirely different way, and I feel like it's gonna be forever. You know, everything has its time, everything has its way. That's just what's going on at the moment. You know, a lot of different artists who just enjoying their time and doing what they love to do, doing the type of art or whatever. If that's the art that they doing, so. But uh, me personally, I um, I uh, I got a couple of artists that I listen to in the game. I mostly listen to um, Florida artists. You know, just my preference because I feel like it's more relatable music to me. I can uh, relate more to what they're talking about and the things they're saying and the lingo and stuff like that. But I do have my preference artists that I listen to outside of the state as well. Is there any particular artist um, out of that those that you listen to that if you had the opportunity to perform with that you would jump on it and perform with them? So is there any artist that I would take the opportunity to perform with like that's in the game right now? Yeah, out of that out of that group of favorites that you just slightly mentioned. Yeah, if the opportunity um, presented itself to perform with any one of those artists, would you? Um, Kodak. Kodak. Yeah. I just, I like, I like his whole, his whole vibe. But like I say, I feel like he, he is one of the authentic ones. And like, you know, he's not out here trying to be something he ain't. You know, he just stands true to himself. And I feel like the vibe with him would be, it'd be dope. And I feel like we'd be able to create some good music. Yeah. 
So I believe it'll happen one day. It's all in a matter of time. You know? So, like I said, I know I'm on my way up to the top. Just got to make these couple more stepping stones. Step on a couple more things. And I like the way that you, you worded that. Um, a lot of people consider the things that they go through as obstacles, you know, or trials or tribulations. But in, in reality, that's what they are. They're stepping stones to take you to the next level. Um, so I that's like it. the way that you worded that. Yeah, you well, don't want to just flop to the top of the stairs. No, you're not. You, you got to put have... in the work. You got to. If they, if they start doing that, let me know. Are they taking the um, okay? You know the handicap <laughs> out. And if you're taking the handicap <laughs> out, you ain't gonna be up there doing too much. <laughs> I'm just go ahead and put that down. Um, yeah. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest uh, misconception that people have about your genre of music? Is that? I feel like the biggest misconception is that they feel like my generation, uh, my uh, yeah, my generation is like don't don't really. I, I want to make sure I word it right. I just feel like they don't think um, our generation appreciates the music. I guess uh, the culture, so to say. You know what I'm saying? In the way that, you know, things were paved, I guess, when it's really not the case, it's just really the way that, you know, the the way was already paved. It's already paved. So now we just enjoying it, you know? It's not right. like we have to really be out here putting in the hard groundwork like they did because they already did all the labor. Right now, we, got, we get to enjoy the, the fruits of the labor, basically. And I feel like a lot of the, the artists before us, they see it as, you know, they didn't get to basically enjoy the fruits of their labor the way we enjoy it. They they enjoying it now, but it's not the way that we enjoy it because, you know, like I say, they they spent a lot of their time putting in the groundwork and having to be lyrical so people can listen to them and understand and see what's going on. So, and I feel like they want us to do the same thing, but like I say, in reality, the hard work is already really done. Majority. I ain't going to say it's all the way done now, but Right, right. That they looking for us to do the hard work. They look for us to do is like y'all paper. That's why we able to have fun like we are. That's why we can people can just drop any old thing on the track and everybody will listen to it. They paved the way for the culture. Like everybody can get a chance. That's how I feel. I respect that. Speaking of tracks, I do want to get into your next track. I want you to talk about it really quickly. Um, Belly of the Beast. What's going through your mind when you wrote that? <clears throat> um, in general, just my reality. Like, things that's going on around me, things I've seen, things that I've been through. You know what I'm saying? Things that I got friends and family members and homeboys that are going through. Like, it's just like, it seemed like, like I said, I've been outside of my city. I've stayed, like, you know, other places and visited other places. You know, and everybody has their own, their own little, you know, niche and things that's going on. But I just feel like it's just a different, it's just a different feeling, a different vibe in, in Central Florida, like Tampa, St. Pete area. So, 
I just feel like, like I said, if you're not from around here, then you wouldn't really understand it. You know what I'm saying? You just really wouldn't understand unless you came and you was lived there in it, living in it, you know, day to day. You know what I'm saying? Seeing what we was going through and seeing the type of stuff that we see on the regular. So, like, just like my reality that was going through my mind when I wrote the Bay of the Beast, the Ride Wave for the future. It definitely came through as a good feature on that one. All right, Thank you. If you're just tuning in, yeah, live with Nakia and guest Von Rilly on Indie Fire. Up next, we have Belly of the Beast.
become a victim to my niggas. Rest in peace, we in the belly of the Yes, that was Belly of the Beast. Vaughn, really. I think I missed that one because I had to miss that one. I like that one, too. Hell, I like I like everything I've heard from you. So I, I honestly think I missed that one, though. Mm. Well, hmm, I don't have to go back and revisit the whole EP now. Now, we have somebody that's been on the yeah. line, like, the whole the whole. Episode. I don't know if he wants to say anything or not. Um, your man is just on with us. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, King, yeah, are you there? Heard. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I just want to keep him quiet in the background. Yes, most definitely. Now, I'm going to have to get you back on the show, you know, because I'm going to have to see how we work together. Um, while I'm looking for, you know, co-hosts or whatever. But I do want to sure. just, uh, you know, thank you, because I don't remember who reached out to who. It's probably me. Thank you for the opportunity to, you know, have your artist on tonight. Um, and, you know, I wish, you know, him as well as yourself both the best of luck. Um, is there anything particular that you wanted to say or, you know, while you have him on the line or give us any shout-outs before I get back to him? Um, I definitely want to say because I, I worked with a handful of artists before. Before on um, in the midst of working with him because I work for I, I do uh, I do this I do artist management. I work with a lot of artists and I can tell you this particular artist Vaughn has been through a lot of a lot of stuff left and right back and forth. And I've had artists who I worked with before who had every opportunity <clears throat> they may as well have had spoon in their mouth, golden keys in their hand, and still didn't put in no work. So I can tell you at this point, I only manage two artists and him being one of them. This is very serious about his business. So every other artist out there, especially those coming up, I watch interviews all the time. People always asking how to go from independent artists to the next level. It's just time and dedication. Even when you don't feel like doing it, when you feel like I got to go do this anyway, and, and this doesn't tell you other responsibilities and requirements, you got to make sure even a few hours out of the day, you're dedicated to the end game. Exactly. And and that was going to be one of my questions to him, but that's advice, um, you know, to be able to pass on to up-and-coming artists uh, who may be, you know, just starting out, thinking about starting out, you know, it, consistency is so important. And, you know, I left my first label, I brought six artists with me, and I'm down to two um, because the consistency just isn't, you know, or, or it wasn't there. So, you know, a lot of people get into this not realizing, you know, they see what mainstream does um, or they see what a lot of indie artists who may have been in the industry for a while have, you know, they're doing, but they don't realize that, you know, at some point all of these people started from the bottom. And if you're not willing to put in all that you need to put in on a daily basis, just like you work your job, 8 to 5 or 10 to 2 or, you know, whatever your hours are on your regular job, you have to do the same 
for your music career if you want it that bad, if you take it that seriously, you have to do that. So I commend you for being that type of manager. Um, and sometimes you do have to weed through, like everything, like I had to do. I had to weed through and get rid of all of the bad stuff to be able to elevate the two, you know, that I do have now. So, Ron Riddy, what type of advice could you offer to a new artist that's up and coming and seeing what you're doing and listening to what you're doing? You know, what, what could you say to them um, to kind of, you know, boost that, that energy, keep the positive vibe going, you know, give them affirmations? You know, what would you say to them? I would tell the upcoming artists to constantly work hard, you know, catch yourself to what you love doing. If this is what you really love to do, you know what I'm saying? If you're seeing yourself doing this, if you're seeing this as your successful way out, just don't let up, you know, just keep going. And don't take no shortcuts. You know what I'm saying? Don't take no shortcuts. You just got to keep going. That dedication is key. Because the minute you give up and the minute you feel like, well, dang, I don't want to do this no more, that's how the next person going to feel about your music. And if they ain't waiting to see him no more, he must have gave up. He must have quit. He must be ain't doing music no more. So you, you got to make the next person believe your dream. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't a reality to nobody else until it's your reality. So that's just the art. That's the advice I give them. You got to make it a reality. So you got to make it your reality to make somebody else believe it. For you... I know that you've had to overcome uh, trials and tribulations and everything. What's been the biggest barrier that you've had to overcome um, as an independent artist? As an independent artist? Yes. Um, just getting, just getting the recognition. The recognition. Like I say, a lot of people are, if they don't know you, if you're not a, if you're not a household name. They're not going to take the time out to listen to you. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is you got to say. You could be speaking the bomb out truth. You know, you could be telling them, you know what I'm saying, the future. But if nobody don't know you, if you don't know, if you, you know what I'm saying, if you're not recognized, then your voice will go unheard. So, like I say, to put in that groundwork, if nobody don't know you, and to go places and to step out and, you know, meet new people and, and project your voice and stuff so people can hear you, you know what I'm saying? In different, in different venues or, or wherever the case is, wherever you at. You know what I'm saying? Just open your mouth and speak. So people recognize you and notice who you are. You know what I'm saying? I believe that's that was probably the biggest obstacle for me. But um, like I said, I'm in a point now where you know, so that's no longer an obstacle for me. You know what I'm saying? I got a recognition. You know what I'm saying? I'm constantly getting the recognition. I'm constantly gaining the recognition. And, uh, and it's the same thing for, like, the people around me, the other artists around me that, you know, that I work with. You know what I'm saying? So, like, shot and talk to them like y'all. That would have been my biggest. All right. So now I do want to, this is um, the fun part of the show. Um, we spend so much time talking about, you know, people's music careers, um, how they started, where they want to go. Know, um, expectations and everything is always about you know the artist. When our listeners mm-hmm. really never really you know get to know about the individual, you know they always know about the artist. So this is a very okay. quick little game. Um, you get okay. six questions, right? It's either or. Don't think about it. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't have to put that much thought into it. You just, I'm going to ask a question. You're going to give me the answer very quickly. All right? This is just a way for our okay, let's go. to get to know you a little better. All right? You ready? Let's, let's do it. Go. Here we go. Kanye or Jay-Z? Uh, Jay-Z. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. Angela Bassett or Michelle Obama? Michelle Obama. I don't even know who Angela Bassett is. What? I don't know who Angela Thank Bassett is. Is that is that the black is that the black lady that was in that one movie? Um, what's the movie? What's the movie? Was she in that movie that um, Thin Line Between Love and Hate? Yeah, she played Tina Turner. Who, she played Tina Turner. Oh, what well, then? Angela Mother Bassett. Mother and Black Panther. Angela Bassett. Yeah, I go Angela Bassett. Obama, Obama got a kind of. <laughs> Yeah. Obama uh, got a big head. Nothing wrong with. I mean, Michelle Obama kind of got a big head. Nothing wrong with that. I got a big head too, but I don't think two big head people need to be going around like that. We we'll probably blow up the world here. Right. But, uh. <laughs> All right. So you think before you speak, or you speak before you think? I speak before I think. Majority of my times, I'm not even gonna lie. It just comes out. It's, like it's like a faucet. Huh? You're like honey mustard or barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Washing dishes or doing laundry? Wash the dishes. You like it with the lights on or the lights off? Lights on. Lights on. <laughs> All right, ladies. They got a I normally get, look, my questions come from, you know, our listening audience, but I always have to throw that last one in there because the Especially when it's a male on the show, because I got some thirsty female followers, like for real. All yeah. you got to do is like go yeah. to his DM. Yeah, just do that. Go support him and his music. Do that. <laughs> Y'all go check out so Brian Really. That's how you can fire me. You check me out. Yeah, you, well, you ain't even give me time to tell you. Now I'm going to open the floor go up ahead. to you so you can go ahead and get your contact information out. Um, for those who are interested in, you know, maybe doing a collaboration with you, networking with you, um, for those who are listening live now or those who may come back and listen, you know, on a playback episode because we are on, let's see, okay. iTunes, Freaking Stitcher, YouTube, something else. Um, so, you know, if they're listening now or if they come back and listen, they will have the opportunity to reach out to you. So go ahead and get your contact information out for me. It's Byron V. O N really R E A L L Y. That's where you can find me at anywhere Twitter, Instagram, you know, anywhere, any musical website. You just type that in. If you're looking to do a feature with me, you can um, hit my email or hit my management. But it's Vaughn really booking at Gmail. You get in contact with King at Kings of Entertainment. You know, that's management. And um, like I say, we're really just doing this. Y'all go check out the EP, Dreams Manifesting is out now. Um, I just dropped, we got Bar Street. That's the mixtape. It's out on that tip and YouTube and all other platforms. Like I said, we're just constantly working. Just constantly working. There you yeah, go. Check out everything on Spotify. Make sure y'all check them out on Spotify, YouTube. I told oh, yeah, the whole nine my- yards. It is live and streaming. Uh, yeah, you gotta check out my um uh, my my most recent uh single too. I just dropped my recent single, Catch My Vibe, featuring twelve twenty one y'all. Right now that's waving and uh starring uh Adora Bella as as the um as our lead in that kitchen that video. 
You know, we make movies. We don't just make videos. But um, like I said, you go check oh, it out on movies? YouTube and everything. We make movies. I'm I, I, movie. We don't make. I'm videos. trying to be in the movie. I'm coming to Florida, King. Set me up. I'm coming. I'm coming to Florida. I'm trying to be in a movie. We got you. We gonna make that happen. She, she in the yes, next movie, man. King. There you go. Boom. We making movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta peep you gotta peep it. You gotta peep it. If y'all ain't seen them yet, go ahead and watch that catch my vibe video. It's out now as well. Like I said, featuring to our twenty one, yeah. Now any of this music, did it just just come out like right this year within the last eight days? Um, I just recently dropped um we got Forest three. Um, I think I dropped that on the first, if I'm not mistaken. That was that was my mixtape, but um, like I say, that was um the follow up to my We Got Bars series where I do I uh, got a mixtape where I do a beat jack and I uh, collab with a couple of different artists, uh, and we put that out every every you know every year every so often, and uh, we just dropped the three peat. Like I say, that came out that dropped on the first. That's out on on that piff as well and um, YouTube and um. Uh, that's pretty much it. I just dropped this year. We got some more singles that's dropping. Um, I might drop one at the end of this month, but we're just working. All right, so I'm going to go check it out on that fifth. And, King, I'm going to let you know what track I want. And we can play it next Tuesday. We're going to do that. <clears throat> we're going to highlight the cameraman. We're going to make it happen. Yes, that'll work. That'll work. So I want to take this opportunity to go ahead and uh, just give my thank you to the both of you for joining me this evening. I probably said it like a thousand times already. I can't say it enough because, of course, without, you know, I guess without our supporters, there would really be no us. So thank you again for joining me, taking the time out of your schedule. You could have been anywhere tonight, but you're here with me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I think I will be in touch, definitely. Um, and I think I've already hit you up as well. Um, but shout out to my kids. You know, I, I didn't give my son a shout out last week. He sent me in January. So shout out to him most definitely. And um, all the kids who went back to school after Christmas break, I wish you much success this semester. Um, as you all know, uh, Black History Month is coming up next month. So make sure that you are um, listening to the things that may be going on in your area. And get out there and get involved. You know, do something. Um, whether it's, you know, taking your children to, you know, the museum, whether it's taking them to, you know, a jazz festival, um, just get out there and do something with your children um, for, you know, Black History Month. Uh, King Holiday is coming up on the 21st um, in observance of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday, as we all know officially is on the 15th. But, you know, uh, make sure that you're hitting up the parade, you know, just, just so many ways that we can be vocal nowadays. And I think that we should be utilizing every opportunity that is given to us. So with that being said, I'm going to leave you with the poem. As usual, I had it and I lost it, but now I have it again. Music acts like a magic key which most tightly closed hearts open. That's Maria Augusta Von Schrapp. Until Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, have a good night.